everybody to dare to rise i'm your host nicole along with me as always is my partner in crime tina k tina k how are you i am doing well nicole how are you doing this week it's been a busy week already but so good i'm doing well what's been new with you since the last time we caught up well gosh we usually do these tapings every other week but we're kind of back to back a little bit so it feels like we're still following up with our last guest and the exciting thing about that and hopefully our listeners are checking it out is that giveaway that we're doing for the $150 facial with Nicole so um, for our listeners please make sure and and uh, enter if you're interested in that bloom aesthetics and Nicole I think you know you have a favorite there at bloom and and that's the one that we're offering to our I listeners know, that was, I really that was so sweet for Nicole to um um, I guess pay homage to me and I'm sure that with one of our lucky listeners because she's just wonderful and her services are wonderful. So by the way, um, where you guys are going to find the information is on our Instagram page. So dare to rise has social media people. So this is like, <laughs> I don't know, earth shattering. Um, cause I am not a social media girl was back in the day, no longer. So that's Tina K's, um, Tina K's the driver behind that. So now you're going to find, um, dare to rise. You'll find us on Facebook, Instagram, and my lovely husband created our website. So just really excited to continue to engage with our, our listeners and build our, our community and everything. Um, has anything else been going on before I continue? I don't want to leave you out. <laughs> no, no, just, um, just to make sure that if they do go to our website, dare to rise podcast.com. That's so, right. Oh, you know what? Ooh, My I'm son, excited. Tell I, me. Well, okay. Cause we're talking about social media and Instagram is all new to me. So I'm trying to take lessons as fast as um, our friends will give them to me, including my kids. But my son came home today and he's like, you showed up on my one of the one of the pages, but it's uh, something that came up that not because we're friends or anything, just as something that he might like, like in the community or whatever. Oh, cool. Yeah. He's like, Mom, you showed up on my page today. Wow. Well, <laughs> and that's then really cool. And then, Nicole, you showed up on his page, too. What do you mean? Now I'm scared. What do you mean? <laughs> it was our pictures. So oh, I was like, um, <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, I just th thought that was really cool. I wanted to share because technology is kind of scary sometimes, but you know, for an old lady, I'm getting the swing of things. Girl, you ain't that old. <laughs> no, you, you're good, by the way. I did want to share real quick. Um, um, we're so excited for our interview tonight and everything. And we're all about supporting our local businesses, our local authors. So I did want to kind of spotlight. So my wedding florist is doing this really amazing, beautiful Valentine's collab with another amazing local business person. So if you're on social media, look for Wild Meraki and Lily Juniper Blooms. They are doing a beautiful Valentine's bundle. So it's flowers and then a beautiful moon goddess bath. Um, mm, yeah, bath we set, love right? moon goddess. And yes. And they're both just beautiful human beings. They're so positive. And I love supporting local business. So if you haven't done anything yet, 
and you want to support local business, especially with everything with this pandemic, truly our small businesses have been really hit really hard. So if we can just show them some love and support them, please go and do that. And then Tina, sorry, I just want to share this for my favorite book. So one thing for 2021 and Tina, I know you've got some goals, but I wanted to read more. So some of the books I wanted just to spotlight for our listeners, if you're looking for some good books to read, this is totally biased. I'm being honest, but our friend Finn O'Malley, we talked about her a couple of podcasts ago. Her book is so beautiful, Awakening of Light. This is the book one and she's got a series, but please support local authors. And again, I just love this book. It's non, it's fiction. It's awesome. It just like takes you away from all of the chaos of life. And then just last two plugs for me on my book, Book-a-thon, if you want to call it that I'm on. <laughs> this is a book called Find the Helpers. It is by Fred Guttenberg. His daughter um, was killed in the Parkland shooting. And then his brother passed away from um, cancer that he developed from 9-11. He was a first responder. It's called Find the Helpers. And it's really just so beautiful because our special guest, Lori um, Duas. Did I say that right, Lori? Diaz. Diaz. Toby, you have to <laughs> fix that. But our special guest, Lori Diaz, she is somebody that I think is a helper. So I'm so excited to talk with her about everything she has to share. And then my last book came from one of my best friends. It's Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. This book is just beautiful. It is just a self-reflection, um, just mindfulness. It's just a beautiful book and just being, you know, being your best self. And I just love those. So I just had to share those. So, and anyways, let's get into our person that I'm considering finding. She's considered a helper. That's why when I read this book, I thought of Lori. So I'm so excited to have Lori as our guest tonight. Um, Lori, um, help me again with the last name. Diaz. Diaz. So Lori Diaz is our special guest tonight. Lori has been on a spiritual path most of her life. Her mission is to inspire and empower people everywhere to connect with their unique, powerful soul expression through a context of love and joy, creating a life they truly love and deserve. Lori, welcome to Dare to Rise. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I love what you guys stand for and I love what you're doing. So I'm honored to be here. Thank you. Oh, that means, well, thank you. I'm not kidding. When I was reading this book, Find the Helpers, I was like, this is Lori. Like, she's a helper. (laughs) Like, you know, when you're having like hard times or low times in life, just certain people just bring so much light and just positivity. And that's you. Like, you are a helper. So I'm so excited, Tina Kay, and I get to share you with our Dare to Rise family. So before we jump in, tell me how you're, tell us, how has your week been? My week has been crazy. (laughs) You know, I've been working on um, this 2021 joy challenge and it's, it's a creative process that has a life of its own. And so I did have like, you know, an outline of what I wanted to do and it's just changing. It's the energy from, I think the people that are coming in the group, whatever they want, it's changing as we speak. So I'm just along for the ride and, <laughs> and I'm having a great time, but it's been really busy. <laughs> no, it's like that. a metamorphosis, but I think, um, just being open to that change, you you probably listened to our interview with Finn and you know who Finn is, um, yes. but we talked about that with her book, even just the how things change and we just go with the flow and it turns into a beautiful thing. And I've been watching your progress on the 2021 Joy Challenge and just so impressed by it. So we're excited to hear more about it on tonight's on tonight's interview. Oh, thank you. 
So Lori, do go ahead and share us. What is the joy 2021 challenge? Well, at first, you know, it's interesting. I, I have a, a daughter that she's 30 years old and she came up to me the other day when, um, you know, there is a lot of heavy energies out there right now and crazy energies. And she she came up and said, Mom, I'm, I'm worried about you because you just don't seem to live in the real world. You know what's <laughs> going on out there. And but she was really concerned. She couldn't understand um, why you know, it wasn't knocking me through a loop. And, and so, and, and she really did feel like that I was um, disengaged. So I, I thought about that a little bit and I have purposely, um, you know, energy is everything and everything is energy. And I do, I do filter what I watch. I don't watch politics. (laughs) I don't really watch the news that much. Um, Just because the way that I understand energy, I know that, I want to create whatever you focus on grows and, you know, and I want to be in a place where I, I want to live the life that I want to live. Um, so I, I thought about, I was, I was working on doing some marketing because I'm working on a book that's coming out and the lady that I'm working with said, okay, well, you, we need to have you create something um, so that we can start with, you know, the marketing and collect some of these emails and, and start going, what do you want to do? And I had thought about last year, I remember I was at, at work and they said, Lori, if you could do anything, what would you want to do? And just out of my mouth, and I don't know why we're in a board meeting, it said, I would like to create something that would go viral, that would spread love all across the world. Because the reason why, and I was just kind of kidding around, but then when I committed to do this, I really thought about, you know, love and joy have completely transformed my life in just five years. Completely. I mean, five years ago, um, I was going through a second divorce, completely broke completely heartbroken, not knowing where I was going to go. And um, it that journey put me um, on a on a deep journey to go really within. And, and it was love and joy that that really saved me and completely turned things around for me. So during that process, I have just learned so many techniques and insights and ways of looking at things. It's just, it's been magical. So I wanted to share that Mm -hmm. um, with as many people as possible, because I do believe that we can transmute those energies of fear and chaos. Um, And I'll I'll tell you a little bit more about that, um, how, how that came to me. I don't know. Do you want me to go into that? Oh, absolutely. Okay. No, I know. Cause I wanted to ask you when you just for some of our listeners, if they're not familiar, when you're saying transmute those energies, I would love for you to dive into that a little bit more. So you can share that with our audience. Okay. So, um, well, the way that I started into my journey is I, w- I was taking a, a self-empowerment course when I was going through my divorce. I was separated and I was going through my divorce and we were um, at this obstacle. Um, you guys have probably gone to those ropes courses <laughs> where <laughs> you get challenged and you do different things. And I was on this obstacle called the trust bridge. And on the trust bridge, imagine you're on a tightrope about six feet off the ground. And I was standing across from my partner. And the tightrope started at a V and then it gradually extended out to where 
we would get further and further apart as we moved our way down the tightrope. And what you do is you have to lean in palm to palm with your partner. And as you gradually go down the tightrope, you get further and further apart. You really, really have to lean in. Well, I couldn't lean in at all. I could let her lean in on me, but I couldn't lean in at all. Um, one of the reasons was that she was like about 90 pounds. And I But really, I was thinking about it. I, I had gone through, I was going through a lot. Um, I, I really couldn't trust my husband. He was dealing with an addiction and, and he had um, spent all of our money. We were about to lose our home. Mm. Um, wow. You know, and addiction, addiction is, you know, he was doing the best that he knew how, but it had a really good hold on him. And so I was just really lost and I, I didn't trust anybody. And so I knew that the facilitator, when we got down, was going to ask me, Lori, what is going on? You know, why aren't you trusting? Why can't you lean in? And so I had like all my stories ready. Like, oh boy, <laughs> let me tell you why I can't trust. I have been wrong. I was just ready to, you know, let him have it and, um, you know, validate my position. <laughs> and, but when I got down, he, um, he actually said, so what's going on with you? And I said, oh, well, I'm separated right now. And he said, well, how do you feel about that? And it totally knocked me through a loop because I had not asked myself that question. I, and I just sat there and I was like, well, actually, I feel great. I feel like I can breathe for the first time in 10 years. And then he said, then why aren't you trusting that? And I realized at that moment that I didn't even know who I was or what I wanted and that I had not been listening to myself for so long. How could I not know that, man, finally, I felt like this huge weight had been lifted off of me and that, and I wasn't even thinking about that. And, mm. and, and that started, um, that started me really just going within and just asking myself, you know what, what do I want? And do I deserve to be happy and thrive and just not survive? And um, so I started, I started diving into everything, <laughs> meditation, <laughs> YouTube, anything that felt good. I started diving in to, um, to that. So Lori, that's interesting. Um, because I think we try so hard to like, we either are feeling like we're on the defense or we're not quite sure how to handle emotions, but gosh, it gave me goosebumps for him to say, how do you feel about that? That's one thing I think we often forget to ask ourselves. We're always on that defense or trying to explain why we feel a certain way instead of really recognizing how we are feeling about it. So what a shift in the way you felt and the way you looked at things. Yeah, yeah. And that that really did start a journey where it is about the way you look at things. That's really what it's about. And what I've realized, and you know, we all hear about like the ego and all that. And, and, but, um, oh, I was going to take you back where the energy thing, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you're fine. Again, I love everything you're sharing. This is, it, 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 I'm even reflecting myself listening to what you're saying. So you are absolutely fine. <laughs> well, it's been a whirlwind of a journey. So I will uh, try to keep it straight. But I went on this journey of going within, I decided. I had been laid off from my job to boot. Okay. So I'm laid off from my job and I decided, well, I need to get to know myself. 
So I took three months and I traveled. I went to all the canyons, Bryce Canyon, by myself. Um, I went to Washington, D.C. because I wanted to see the cherry blossoms. I went to Italy on a trip with just women for like three weeks. It was amazing. Oh, how beautiful then, though. <laughs> it was beautiful. And the way that that trip happened too, it was it just kind of popped into the Italy trip kind of just popped into my life in a, in a, in some different synchronicities. It was kind of one of those things like, this is crazy. I can't believe I'm doing this. I really don't have the money, but I know that I have to do it. You know, those moments where it's like, you just know that you have to do that. So I was in flow. I was taking a lot of risks. And things were absolutely beautiful. I was having a great time. And it was I was on my last trip and I was in Hawaii and I was meditating in the morning on the beach. And I was sitting there just looking at the beautiful sunset, realizing, okay, now I've got to go home and find a job. And and that little thought all of a sudden started a whirlwind in my mind, like the deepest rabbit hole I've ever been in, (laughs) like a panic attack, a panic attack that that was paralyzing. I felt it coming on and, and, uh, and in my mind, I was thinking, what are you doing? You're old. You have $5,000 left in the bank. You don't have a job. <laughs> are you crazy? You know, all these things. And I could feel myself really, um, just going not in the right direction. And then all of a sudden I just thought, wait a second, you've been having a great time This, what you're feeling right now is the same energy that you felt when you were dropped in that ride at Lagoon. You know, that one where they drop you from the top and just like free fall and, you know, you lose your stomach and you're, (laughs) it was the same exact energy. And the minute that I made that connection, that it was just energy and that it was the story that I was telling myself that was taking me down and making the energy fearful and giving me anxiety. The moment that I recognized that my panic attack completely stopped, completely Mm -hmm. stopped. I was able to regroup. And when I got home, I had two different job offers. Everything just stayed in flow. Now, if I would have let myself go down that rabbit hole, you know, when we're talking about energy, like attracts like, it would have been more difficult. And I probably would have made it so that I would have struggled. You know, I'm pretty sure because we've all done that too. But that um, epiphany for me just, it radically shifted the way that, um, you know, that I thought about things and the way that I saw energy and the way that I um, just really was able to like, wow, I have more control than I thought that I did. Oh, absolutely. I think that's sometimes what people forget. I think we forget sometimes that we do have more control in, in our, in what happens to us, or at least we have more control on how we react to situations that happen to us, which really kind of sets in a chain of events, everything else that comes in a line. Like you were saying, say, if you would have given into fear and chaos Where would that have taken you? And instead you were able to self-reflect and recognize, okay, why am I feeling this way? Which is a pretty profound, profound thing to be able to do and then change that around. And then look what happened. You had two job offers. Um, I believe in the law of attraction truly. So I I think that's amazing. And that's just a testament to that truly. Yeah. And since those job offers, so I took one of the jobs and um, it has just flowed beautifully. My income from four years ago has tripled. Wow. I mean, 
things are just, things are just going great, you know, staying in that energy. Um, and so another thing that I realized too, is that with our, with our mind. So I got really interested in studying the mind and how the mind works. And, and I realized that, and I'm, I love taking pictures. I love photography. So oh much. my gosh, you take the most beautiful <laughs> pictures. Oh, I, need, I love that. I need a, I need several calendars or photo books, photo books for my coffee tables. That's oh, what I need, Laurie. <laughs> thank, you. thank you. You know, to connect with nature, to get out in nature. Um, Cause we really are, it's about getting back to our instinctual nature. You know, you think about how, you know, you know, the birds know that they have to fly south for the winter. Is it south? (laughs) (laughs) The birds fly where they need to go. They know. We are so highly instinctual. But from the time that we are little, from about the time three to five years old, we start losing our intuition and our instincts. Because think about it you know, we start losing our voice and our connection because we have to conform. We have, you, I better not say that, or daddy will get mad, or, you know, I better not act this way, or my friends won't like me, or, you know, we are, you know, it's just, it's just part of being human. Yeah. So we start disconnecting from ourselves and what we what we really really um want and what i love about photography is what it has shown me is that our ego mind is like the great photographer of our life oh i love that yes it it takes pictures of everything that we do and it does a really great job and his job is to keep us safe okay and he does a really great job of that but that is his job he was never wanting or to run our lives <laughs> but we gave it up to him because we lost ourselves when we were like three or five so, so so when a new situation comes up you know what does our mind do our mind goes back to those pictures it only can draw from the past so it's going to say okay this happened last time you know whether it's a relationship and has to do with trust issues or abandonment issues or or just deep hurts where love was withdrawn or we were abandoned i mean things like that are really impactful and they're very um so anyway our our ego mind is pulling from that so we are reacting from that place, mm. not knowing we are 70 to 80, sometimes of us 99% of the time, depending on how much we realize what's going on with that. So, you know, you, we, I read a lot of books about, you know, fighting the ego or letting the ego die. And it's really not about that. It's all about love. So the, the thing about the joy journey is that when we're in a state of joy, we are present and all of our power is in the present moment. We're not thinking about the past. We're not worried about the future. We are in the present and the state of joy. What I have found in my experience is actually who we are that. And the more you tap into that, the more the other stuff falls away. And so the, the whole journey is about, taking our life back in a way and going out and experiencing new things, trying new things, new friends, new ways of thinking, new ways of being, taking new pictures and letting our ego know it's safe. It's safe to love again. It's safe to get out there. The world 
is a good place because our ego, its job, remember, is to just keep us safe. So it's going to make us feel more afraid if we're living in that state of mind. So the state of joy, it actually, it's like a magic elixir because we are magic. We really are. Ooh, I love that. We're we oh, yeah. magic. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, you don't have to be a believe in magic. You just believe in yourself. <laughs> but what's been so beautiful about this journey um, is it honestly just taking a deep dive into being kind to myself loving myself, forgiving myself, um, and just doing what feels good has brought me back to that instinctual place where that's where the magic is. I'm telling you, the other stuff falls away. If, if we look at it and observe it, you know, a thought, because think about it, anything that's not making you feel good, it's, that's from the past. Because if we are whole, worthy, and perfect to just how we are, every moment in the now is brand new. So if something is coming up, just kind of step back, look at it. And, and these are the type of the things every day. It's not about go out and do something joyful today. Sure, that's it. <laughs> I'm going to definitely encourage that. I'm going to have fun videos that will maybe, you know, show you different things that you can do, different ways of thinking. But it's, it's really about stepping back and recognizing how am I talking to myself? What stories am I telling? Because that's that mind, that silent mind, the words we say verbally, but the words that we say on our mind, we are going to attract the emotions and the thoughts that we're feeling. So oftentimes we're not even aware of the emotions and thoughts that we're feeling. And so the whole journey is really about getting in touch really with ourselves again. And, um, and it's like the most beautiful journey ever. And I don't think it has to be as hard as, you know, I've been through therapy. I've gone through therapy. Think about therapy, what they do. And I, therapy works for me, but you're talking about the past over and over and over again. It's the past. If we can get out and rewire our brains by doing new things, looking at the past and, and saying, okay, oh, the past is just information for us. It's just um, when we're not feeling good, chaotic energy, it's really just, hey, here's information for you. There's something in your life to look at. It's old. It's worn out. It's not serving you. What is it? See the gift and get the lift. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. You know what, Lori, like listening to what you're saying, though, there was a phase in, in my life where I felt like I let the past control so much of my present. Yeah. And really um just listening to what you were saying and like you were saying kind of even with therapy like you're you, you talk about the past over and over again and it's like yeah. how do we ever really move past cuz we want the past right to stay <laughs> in the past, right? And so just yeah. I, I really until I forgave myself, you know, for certain yeah. situations or um you know certain situations that I, um, allowed myself to be in or bad choices, if you want to call it that, that I, I made. But once I finally was like, you know what, my past taught me so much so I can have this beautiful present mm -hmm. and hopefully a beautiful future. So take the lessons learned, but the past is in the past. It just doesn't, yeah. it doesn't define me and it has no more power over, over me. And I think for everybody, if we would stop giving the past so much 
power over us, we would be what you're talking about, um, letting that joy kind of take over all of the, the hurt or the heartache or, um, you know, just everything that the past kind of reminds us of in a negative way. Yeah. And what could we do about it anyway? Right. It's done. <laughs> yeah. no, that's what's so crazy. No, really, when I think back on just, you know, we're all human and we're perfectly imperfect, if you want to word yeah. that way, and we're flawed human beings, but just certain things that, you know, yeah, you wish you could have done it differently, but what can I do about it now in the present? I can do better. Yeah. yeah. You know, one thing my dad always said is there's no bad decision. Um, it's just, they're all decisions. It's just the, um, the decisions and results of that decision, you know, how you keep moving forward. And yeah. so, um, I think that's part of the joy challenge though, too, is, is just recognizing that we've made some choices, but now we're in the present. Um, one thing I wanted to say while you're talking, Lori, is when you're talking about that fear and chaos that we feel sometimes I was in, in that age that it starts to happen. I was thinking about my son um, and he was like, I don't know, three years old or something. There's that age where they don't understand fear either mm -hmm. because they they haven't learned to be fearful. It's yeah. something that we almost put on them. And he was on this um, bridge, Canadian bridge, that was just one of those rope bridges and he was bouncing and stuff. And, and it scared me. And I was like, he was having the joy, a joyful time. And I'm the mom that's like, no, you can't do that because you're going to get hurt or you're going to fall or something's going to happen. And he's like, what? This is all joyful to me. So what you're saying, there's so many layers of how that makes sense to. Oh, it does. And it's just part of life. And that's why it's so, that's why, you know, we find ourselves repeating the same patterns just with different people with different faces and stuff, because we're, we're not recognizing, you know, those, those patterns that happened when we were like three, when mom told us we couldn't bounce on the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> no. There's no bouncing anymore, mom. <laughs> You know, really, when we talk about our past and, you know, we all make mistakes and everything, um, I really, in my journey, I, I've heard a couple of things. Like I was listening to um, a, a lady, It's her name is Esther Hicks, and her, uh, her thing is called Abraham Hicks. And it, it's really good. But she always says, um, you can never get it done and you can never get it wrong. So just have fun. Mm -hmm. And Love I thought, it. what do you mean you can never get it done and you can never get it wrong? <laughs> You're like, I'll show you. You haven't met me yet. <laughs> yeah, but the more that, so I say that every day. So, so it's like, if you think about it, we're never going to get it done because we're always evolving and changing. That's what, what life is, you know? Right. And we can never get it wrong because really we're doing the best we can. And it's, it's not I mean, if it happens, then it's like, okay, either that was good or I know that I learned from that and I don't want to do it again. Right. And so, and I really do believe that everything is always working out in our highest interest. So I true. do believe that. Yeah. And, and I know that. So if something, so say you're in a situation and you don't like, you're like, well, how did I attract this? This is real important. Lori. Yeah. Uh, I can speak to this. <laughs> I think we all can. <laughs> you know, I, know we all, I got scammed by that whole Amazon scam last week. Okay. What are you what? talking like, about? Yeah. Like 4,000 bucks. And I'm going like, 
what what now okay. how, how wait, is this happening? wait okay i gotta pause rewind <laughs> what amazon scam help me okay if amazon reaches out to you and it has nothing to do with amazon it's just a very sophisticated group that they'll either reach you through email that says your account is on hold or is locked because of suspicious activity uh-huh or, or i and if you click on that link Mm, don't do it. Oh no, Lori. <laughs> and then um, I was getting into my Amazon account just to check an order and something popped up and said, due to suspicious activity, your account is on hold. Call customer service. Well, I called the number. It looked like Amazon called customer service and said, oh yeah, it looks like somebody's trying to buy a gift card in Hong Kong for $1,200. Oh my God. Did you do that? Now on my Amazon account, they are able to ghost your accounts. So it looked like that there was an order there. And I said, no, I didn't do that. And then he said, well, ma'am, can you check your bank and see if it's gone through yet? Because it hasn't gone through, then I can go ahead and just cancel this. If it has gone through, then we'll just refund it. So he had given me a code when I had clicked on that link. It said, oh, I need a code here, ma'am. Let me give you your code. Well, I put the code in my computer and they're in my computer. Yeah, don't do what I did. And then I'm looking up my bank. And then it's like a scene from the Twilight Zone. You know, those movies where the black screen comes up and all the and like, Lori, I got all my money back. But I was thinking, well, how did I? You're so happy about this. Because she lives with joy. Yes, she does. She got scammed. She's still super happy. No, but I'm serious. So I'm thinking, why is that happening? Why why don't get it? Why why is this happening? And as soon as, so try this, try this, okay? When something's happening that you don't like, just step back and go, well, this is interesting. (laughs) Why is this happening? And, And then what is the lesson or what, what is the lesson or what needs to be released? So I just asked myself that. What is the lesson here? Well, one, my gut had told me six times, at least six times during that, something's wrong, something's wrong. But my eyes were showing me something different. But my gut was telling me exactly what was going on. Mm. And I am very trusting. <laughs> And I need more boundaries. I'm boundaries. <laughs> so, if our listeners can see your expressions, that's why I'm laughing. Okay. I know it's serious, but you're cracking me up, Lori. <laughs> two things were really big lessons for me. And I learned them. I learned them. I was like, yeah, I knew that something was wrong. And I didn't listen because I listened to my eyes. But so it is about this whole journey is about listening to your feelings and noticing what your feelings are telling you, because our feelings, that is our intuition. Our feelings are our guiding light. They really are. And to know, okay, if it's, it's if it's a bad feeling or good feeling, um, just to sit back and try not to attach to the emotion of it. I like to put it on a shelf, actually. So it's like, oh, this, you know, doesn't feel good. Let me just take this. I'm going to put it on a shelf. Try this one. This is a good one, too. Put it on a shelf and then feel in your body where that emotion is hitting you. Is it in the heart? I did one recently in the heart. You know, there's a guy. Yeah, it was hitting me in the heart. and allow yourself to feel it and then allow yourself to just, okay, just kind of let it go and go do something 
Go do something that makes you feel good. And what happens when you detach from that emotion and then you go do something that makes you feel better, even if it's a nap, you know, then what I am finding is that the answer comes, the clarity comes, Mm. you know, it's like, well, yeah, he's not for you. Are you crazy? You know, (laughs) why, why are your feelings even hurt? He's not even showing up, you know, and then my, my heart is like saying, yeah, you're right. And um, then it's done. It's gone. You've, I've released it. And what I'm finding is I'm, as I'm really feeling and releasing these emotions, they're not coming back. They're not coming back. And my pendulum is not going like, you know, listeners, I'm doing a pendulum and it is swinging. <laughs> But she, really doing doing, she really is doing a pendulum for you. <laughs> you can see, but Lori, really the self, the level of self-awareness that you've been able to achieve on your joy journey, I think is so inspiring for, for all, um, because we all, if we are able to truly step back, like you're saying, and really yeah. reflect on why am I feeling this way? you know, and really getting to the root of it. That's where we're able to heal, find a deeper, find that deeper meaning or that, that lesson that we're needing to learn. Like you were mentioning just a moment ago about repeating kind of the same situation, maybe yeah. different faces and everything. And it's like, why am I having this repetitive cycle happening? What am I not listening or what, what am I not mm-hmm. learning? And so um, for everybody, I think we can always achieve or strive to achieve a higher level of self-awareness of, of our emotions. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it really is once you, once you just practice it, it's just every day, just thinking, you know what, I'm just going to lean towards what feels good. I'm going to lean towards the better feeling thought. I'm going to, I'm not going to should on myself anymore. Like I should do this and I should do that. Um, it's, it's really about listening and, and honoring yourself and what is really, really beautiful is that the more that I have practiced that, we I've shifted, honestly, cellularly from the inside out. Um, I've noticed, like, I've lost like 15 pounds without even trying. I'm not kidding you. I don't think about it. I don't. I'm in such a state of gratitude and 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 love most of the time that even when I, you know, I, I have a really high stress job. And, and if somebody that normally where it would really irritate me, Mm -hmm. what happens is you start to see things from a, we'll call it a higher perspective. It's more higher as in you see the whole picture, like you're standing up here, looking down and you're able to see everything. For example, if somebody's coming at you angry, instead of being defensive and barking back at them, you can see, wow, they're just scared. They're just scared. They're hurting. And so the response is different, which changes the whole outcome. Because, you know, you're not going to respond in anger. And that's been the beautiful thing for me, even with my children. If, you know, a, a child is having a really hard time or something to be able to to look at them and, and respond in a way that really is a gift for our relationship and a gift for them. Because I'm able to, from an energetic level, perceive and understand what's really going on. Not what the behavior is showing me, but what's really going on. And then you connect from that love place and that joy place with 
Oh, it's just amazing. Like, you know, those best talks that we have, like the talk we had the other night, us ladies, you know, it's just like, it's to go from moment to moment and have those, those connections and those talks. That's what starts happening. And that's, what's so beautiful. And that's what the power of joy is. And, and it's, it's easier than we think. And it just starts with like self-love and, and being kind to ourselves. honestly, like treat yourself, like imagine the person you love the most, probably the person I love the most. If my kids hear this, they'll feel bad. It's my three-year-old granddaughter. <laughs> oh, but she's so cute. <laughs> she's like, I just, she just cracks me up. So think about that person and then put yourself there and treat yourself like that. Like I buy myself flowers. I think that's beautiful because we don't do that sometimes. I think we, we love other people so much, but then we're not nice to ourselves. And it's like, how can I fully love other people if I don't even love me or if I'm not saying nice things to me, right? Um, You know, we should be kinder and show ourselves more grace than what we do. You know, uh, how, how much we love ourselves and how we treat ourselves is actually how we teach the rest of the world to treat us. Oh my gosh, Lori, that is so true. Cause going back to your past choices, sometimes when you were making kind of same mistakes, maybe different faces. I love that by the way, I'm going to, I'm going to take that in my life, but like truly like when you do that, if you look back on where was my level of self-love at that moment. And if you think back Mm -hmm. at those moments, at least for me, I'll speak for my own personal Mm -hmm. experience. My self-love for myself was so low. Mm -hmm. And I thought this is as good as it gets. And this is what you deserve. And I didn't love myself. But then when I started changing my mindset, the way I treated myself, talked to myself, surrounded Mm -hmm. myself with all of a sudden it was like, oh, like a phoenix kind of like rising from the ashes. And it's like, wait a minute. Like, I don't, I do deserve to be talk to you kindly and to be, does this make sense? Like it just was like, wow. Yeah. And and you know, and my opinion is why that happens and why, especially as women, I I know men struggle with it too, but I think women as nurturers um, we're taught to be self-sacrificing and give and give and give and give. And it's because we are, we are, we all want to connect. We all want to make each other feel better. There was a study that I read of a little, of a little, I think he was five years old and he was, he made some brownies and he was doing a taste test. Well, one set of brownies he made with salt instead of sugar. The other set of brownies were just regular brownies. Well, the ones made with salt, he told all of his friends that, oh, I made these with my grandmother. It's my grandmother's recipe and I just love her so much. And so they, you watch these kids and they're tasting the brownies. The ones with <laughs> salt, they can, they're like, whoa. I mean, like, <laughs> you know? And, but you know what? Four out of five of those children, when they asked which brownies do you like, they chose the grandmother's brownies because they didn't want to hurt their friend's feelings. And oh. so we're the same way. We, we give and sacrifice to others because we want to love and we want to give. And that's a beautiful part about being a human being. But in the process of forgetting ourselves, 
then 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 it gets all mixed up. Then we get in these codependent relationships and second marriages, and you know, <laughs> and when we lose our voice that you were talking we about. We lose yeah. our voice. We, we lose, lose voice. what what I guess what what meant a lot to us, or what our hopes and our dreams are. And that's yeah. why everything that you're sharing um, tonight, Lori, really gives me hope. I love that you spreading your message of joy and love gives me hope, and that your light will be able to continue to spread to everybody and we can continue to make our community more beautiful and happy and just more kinder, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, it, it is the most wonderful, I mean, incredible thing when our soul expression starts to um, come out, because honestly, I, I believe that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And, and that has been my experience. And the more that I've gone into this, this deep dive, I've had um, spiritual gifts start coming up that are so amazing, just completely amazing that that not only make my life incredible, but actually I feel like I I'm in service to um, my family, my friends, people I come in contact um, because everything else just starts falling away. And, and what is left is just who we are and who we are, are these incredible, um, you know, souls that have a soul expression that is like a fingerprint that is just, I mean, I read something that said like God made the stars and the mountains and the rivers and the oceans, and he made you too. And he felt like we needed one of you too. I mean, we are, we're, we're just incredible beings and to be able to go in, who knew that, uh, what, I just got to love myself and try to look for good (laughs) stuff and, and I'll come back to myself. I mean, pretty much that's it. But why is that so hard for us? It's hard. It It really is hard. It's a struggle. Or you make it sound so simple, but it really is simple. We make it so complicated. Yeah. Well, yeah, and Lori, you you have this shine about you, and and I wish the listeners could appreciate that by seeing you, and hopefully they can hear it in your voice. But you have just this beauty and light and radiance about you that this joy thing is really working out for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I wanted to ask you though, like because you have accomplished so much, and and this feeling, and and really putting it all in perspective. What kind of advice would you give yourself as a five-year-old or a younger version of yourself? What would you say to yourself to help you maneuver this a little bit? As a younger self, um, just you're doing just great, darling. Be easy on yourself. Love yourself. It's all okay. Wherever anybody is at, it's the perfect, perfect place. And, you know, I... I was studying the other day, I think it was um, Michael Beckwith, and he was talking about really the four stages of consciousness. And we can all find ourselves in all of these stages. Um, But I think it's important to know, do we have a time to go into them a little bit? Are we? Oh, you're fine, Lori. You're fine. Okay. Okay. So anyway, the first stage is like we're a victim where life is happening to us. Everything else is you know, 
it's her fault. <laughs> he did it to me. I mean, I was there. <laughs> Can't believe my husband did this to me. Yeah. And actually, you know, my husband now, I actually see him as one of my greatest teachers. We were each other's greatest teachers. And I really believe that we had a soul contract to teach each other. And I'm very grateful for him because I would not be in this state of joy if it wasn't for him. Right? <laughs> anyway, so the first the first stage is the, the victim stage. And then we move into the second stage where it's like, we hear about law of attraction and we're like, you know what? Maybe my thoughts do influence. Uh, maybe my attitude does influence like what's going on. And so then we start messing with manifestation and we start to where we you know, maybe see some synchronicities and some miracles and stuff, or somebody might be really good at manifesting a lot of money, but their relationships always struggle. You know, there's not that harmony. There's not that consistency. So that's really the second level of consciousness on the third level of consciousness. Then we really do start realizing who we are Mm. and we let the rest go. And we're in more consistent states of love and we start remembering things that we didn't know that we knew. I mean, that's what is happening to me lately. You know, you hear something, you're like, wow, I know that like it resonates with my soul, but I don't know that, but it's like, it's a remembering. That's what I'm feeling is coming with me. And then the next stage after that is where you actually begin to channel and it, it's like um, you receive the thoughts. You're not you're not thinking the thought. It's like it's it's coming in. And I'm finding that like with this joy challenge, um, like I had my outline of what I wanted to do. And every time I would go to write it and it was really safe. It was like, you know, I didn't talk about we are spiritual beings. It was like, <laughs> no, you think your thoughts, da, 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 da. But you know what? That's not what the collective wants. That's not what divine source or spirit or or whatever you want to call it to me it's the same thing to me spirituality um, quantum physics god to me it is all the same energy and um and and it's amazing but i'm starting to experience like so many synchronicities and so many things like the other day we went to shoot a film and i had in my mind this bike ride around the lake, it was going to be great. I had what it was going to happen. Nothing was working, working. The drone wouldn't work because there was a hospital <laughs> close by. The dogs were barking. Every time I'd start talking, somebody would ride by or so. <laughs> so we got home and I said, this is awful. I, 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 don't, I don't know how it's going to work out, but I'm sure it will. And you know what? It's like the funniest bloopers ever. And it's about finding joy in the journey, no matter what's going on. So the video is going to turn out, I think, perfectly for what the journey is. And we had a blast doing it, but it certainly wasn't my, my vision. And I'm learning just to let go of what, you know, and that's, that's another thing that we talk about in the journey is um, when you manifest, think about the emotion, feel the emotion, the emotion, the heart, actually, the, 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 the magnet, the magnetic force from the heart is, I think it's, they said it's 5,000 times stronger than the mind, like measurably in quantum physics. So if you can feel those emotions, imagine and set that out, that like energy attracts like energy, but don't get in your mind about what it's going to look like. Be open to how it comes. And that's when it gets really fun. And that's when cool stuff happens, man. 
I love that, Lori. So tell us, so the joy journey, do you have a start date? Give us, give our listeners more of like, so if they want to be a part of the joy journey, what does that look like and how can they get, um, how can they join? Yes. So if you go onto Facebook and just put in 2021 joy challenge, um, it'll pop right up and it starts February 9th. So a week from today and you can just join. We, we are going to have a link that goes to um, a website, um, but that's in the process of still being developed. I think that's going to be done by Thursday, but just go to the Facebook page and you can either join there or there will be a link embedded in the Facebook page that you can join as well. It's completely free. And, you know, we already have, oh, I just know so many of the people who have joined it. It's going to be great. I'm excited to experience all the miracles and, and just, you know, have all of that energy to come together because we are all, we are all teachers. We are all masters and we are all teachers and we learn from each other. And so that's what I'm really excited about. All this energy is coming together and people saying, hey, I, I did this and this happened and I did this and this happened. And, you know, it's just going to be beautiful. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be amazing. Um, so, Lori, what would be your advice to any of our listeners that are having a hard time letting go of the past or letting letting go of fear or chaos that, that came from their past and they haven't been able to move on to what you're describing as that joy and love, that love um, place of life. So what would your advice be to them? I think self-love. I mean, if, if, if you can't forgive yourself, then it's hard to forgive another. And so really the pathway to freedom starts with just being kind and gentle with yourself. And if that's just letting yourself cry and scream and, and it's like, you know what, I hate this right now. I hate what's going on. Then just listen to yourself and let yourself feel it. It's when we don't feel it that it gets stuck in our energy and in our patterns. So allow yourself to feel it, whatever it is, just feel it. And then focus every day on doing something that just makes you feel better, that just makes you feel better. And, and try to try to observe the thoughts and detach from the emotions just try it put those emotions you can come back to it you don't have to let it go forever but just try and separate um, the emotions from your mind put it in a box go do something else and then see how you feel and what is beautiful about the laws of the universe is that um, things are always working out for us and if we just shift our focus a little bit things start going in that direction because remember like attracts like. So if you can just shift in the moment, that energy to something that is more life sustaining, more, you know, and just be easy on yourself, then you're, you're floating away. You're going, it's kind of like right now, a lot of people, it's kind of like a beach ball and it's being held underwater and we're holding it and we're holding it and holding it because it's so much pressure. What would happen if we let go? You know, we might not be able to handle it. It's a lot. It's a lot out there right now. And I know a lot of people are going through a lot. It's really heavy. And and it's it's serious. I'm not saying it's not real. It's really real. Um, but we can shift that. And we can shift that together. And, and all it is about just turning our focus a little bit. Maybe, you know, if you're following somebody on social media and the things that are there, there's a lot of arguing or you don't feel good. 
just turn it off for a while and see how you feel. Turn off the TV for a while and see how you feel. Get out in nature. Nature grounds us. Nature, um, I mean, if you're thinking of energy, just I think that this whole COVID thing has been positive in some respects where um, we have been numbing ourselves for years to not really look at what's going on and what we really want and what we really feel because we can go out and go travel and numb ourselves. And now we can't numb ourselves. We are here and we have to look at things. And the way we shift is we look at things and just consider letting go the things and the thoughts and the beliefs that don't serve you anymore. And and if you say something, it's like, why did I say that? I don't even believe that anymore. It was just habit. Just even recognizing, just taking the time you know, five minutes a day to ground yourself, take some deep breaths. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. And to do it consistently and the journey begins. So Lori, when I'm listening to what you were saying about facing, you know, I'm, I'm calling it scary kind of feelings when you're facing things that have kind of held you back. Um, for me instantly, I was like, Oh, I find that scary. And I found, and immediately it was fearful. Mm-hmm. But we just talked about that. Like, no, Nicole, you can't <laughs> don't let that have a say in it. And then it was like, no, why am I scared? Why am I fearful? And so I just I think for some people, if that comes up, that's a normal reaction to have and everything. But don't be afraid. Don't be scared. Ask yourself, so what if that did happen? So let right. yourself go there. So what if that did happen? What if I did lose my job? What if I did get sick? Let yourself because. <clears throat> What's happened is stuck in our, in our bodies. It's stuck in our bodies. And, and so we don't dare look at it. So it stays there and it doesn't go anywhere. But when we look at it and we're able to like, it releases, it, it transmutes. That's where the transmute, transmutation. <laughs> comes in. And, you know, and I was, I was going to tell you too, when we talk about spiritual experiences, I had a really um, beautiful experience where you know, I'm starting to like see energy and it's amazing. And I saw, I actually saw how my thoughts and feelings were immediately going out. Like I saw the energy, how it was going out and how it was affecting things. And I played with it. Like I played with, okay, calm and peace and how the elements around me might sound woo woo, but it was the most incredible experience I've ever had. I haven't seen it like that since I've only seen it once, but I had gone into, um, this journey that I did with an intention. I said, I just want to see infinite possibilities. Mm. And, and I saw that. And I think that I was shown that, um, just so that I could not waver at all in, in the power that I know of, love and joy and that frequency it's it's just frequency we're just tuning our dial to the frequency that we want that's all it is and our frequency our emotions are different frequencies and it's just tuning that dial just play with tuning that dial that's all it is well i would say woo woo sounds like the place to be if i may say so <laughs> myself yeah. i <laughs> i want to find that frequency that's what right. i want i know i'm like woo woo sounds like the place to be um So Lori, we've been talking a lot about, you know, not living in the past and not worrying about the future. So what is your guidance or what would your advice be? What does it take to live in the present? You know, for me, it it just takes practice. It takes meditation for me was a game changer Um, because meditation, what is it? What it, what it is, you're observing your thoughts, (laughs) 
And so they're coming by and you're just like, oh, interesting. There's a thought, there's a thought. And you're just calming, you know, yourself. And so what it, it, it's, um, so it, it teaches you the ability um, to focus. What was the question again? Oh, <laughs> I love that. Thank you. That's being authentic. And I appreciate authenticity. So thank you. So you, you're good. So we've been talking about not living in the past and not worrying about the future. So what advice or what yeah. would you say is your guidance to living in the present? Yes. Yeah, so I would say to go out in nature, to when you're eating your meals, eat your meals, sit down, you know, eat your meal. When you're taking a bath, when you're taking a shower, just practice like feeling the water, mm-hmm. feeling, you know, it's, it's like, you know, it's like when we go on vacation, we're more present. We're looking at the mountains. We're, we're, experience it because we had to sacrifice and save to get there and we're gonna like bring it all in, you know. So it's kind of like looking at every single day and it just takes practice. It it does take practice because a mind will take us away. But every day it's it's a sacred journey. It really is. And those little moments, how many times are we with our children all day long, but we really haven't had a conversation to just put things down and slow down and you know, taking a deep breath, three deep breaths, like three breaths in, three breaths out, that will ground you and you will feel it. That will ground you and just, you know, be in the present moment and look at things as like sacred, the way we eat, the way we, and it, and it just gets easier and easier. I love that. I love that. Just the present, the shower thing, just filling the water. I, I don't know. That really hit me. Like not just about getting in there and getting clean and, and getting yeah. out and getting on with my day. I mean, but. Yeah. Think about it. It's pretty amazing. We have hot water coming out of our shower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so know? this may be TMI to share with everybody, but I'm going to. So I'm, that's where I meditate is in the shower. So when I shower, I literally like, that's where I do like like you're t- describing the water's hitting you. I'm usually alone if my children are not um, invading mm-hmm. <laughs> that time, but I'm usually by myself. And especially in the mornings, I'm able to really set my intention for the day and really start my words of affirmations. I, I do that with my children. We do that as a family, but that's like mom's time to really be able to set my intention for the day is in the shower. Yeah. And that's just like getting my mind right to whatever comes my way is meant to be. And I have the power in inside me or within me that whatever good, bad, whatever I can tackle the day. And so with my kids, I feel like I'm more patient. I'm more understanding Um, with work things, you know, kind of roll off easier, but just taking that moment, even if it's just five, 10 minutes, like in the shower, before I start washing my hair and doing all of that, just taking that moment to really be in the present of what, what, what I'm trying to do in my mind, at least getting my mind right for the day. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's perfect. You know what? That's that's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. But consistency is really important. I was about to say, and the days that I don't, I feel it. Like that really may sound really silly, but truly the days that I am not, I don't meditate or I'm not mindful, or if I don't set my intention, I feel like an energy shift that I'm off, if that makes sense. Yeah, like does. I really do feel a total 
um, yeah, I just know that is meant to be in my life and it helps me be a better mom, friend, wife, every, every hat that I wear, that is an important practice that I, I really do value that I've incorporated in my life. Yeah. Well, think about it. Why consistency is important is because we are actually re- rewiring the brain. We're rewiring. And, and so the consistency does that. And so those old patterns, cause those old patterns are really strong. You know, they're really strong. Um, but the cool thing is, you know, being present is just in a state of non-thought, you know, and, and those, those states get, and, and the state of non-thought, it sounds boring, but it's really not. It's kind of like, you know, imagine those moments when you're looking at the sunset and the whole world feels like beautiful and great, or you just holding that newborn baby in your arms. Oh, that's heaven. I love a new baby. (laughs) I think that's heaven. (laughs) Those moments, what are you doing? You're just gazing at the beauty that is before you. And that's what presence is. It's that state of non-thought. And, um, you know, we're just busy. It's it's busy to be a human. And especially here in in the Western, in the West. (laughs) (laughs) Wild, wild West. In the wild, wild West. And especially with everything that's going on. Oh my gosh. I think that we're actually doing really amazing for everything that that is going on. But these these energies are powerful, and um, and from an energetic level, everything is is ascending at, at a faster rate. So now's the time to get in there and do like something consistent that centers you. Whatever it is, I love to go out in nature. I absolutely love that—a bike ride or a walk, just to just to look at the beauty. It rejuvenates the soul. The beauty. Yes, it does. And it, and it connects us back to ourselves too. Yeah, it does. I love that. So for our listeners, remember how you can get connected with Lori and the um, 2021 Joy Challenge is on Facebook. We will have that link in our bio so you can, can, can connect with Lori. I think this is amazing. And I think we need this. I really do. And it's so fitting for 2021. And I really encourage everybody to make sure you go check out what Lori's offering. Go be a part of it. You, what do you have to lose? <laughs> I know, seriously. <laughs> you you don't have anything to lose here because uh, yes, you do. You have oh. a few bad habits. Fix oh, two <laughs> pounds. There we go. It, it might you, happen. you might lose a little. <laughs> so you, you you're gonna lose the things you you should want to lose. I guess is it. Yes. It yes. No. And Lori, thank you so much for coming on our po- on our platform on the podcast, sharing all of your wisdom and your love and your energy, even if they can't see your face, like what we can, you can hear it through your voice. Your energy is just contagious in such a beautiful way. And thank you for coming on our platform and being part of our community, the dare to rise community. I just, we I'm speaking for Tina and I, but we're just so grateful that you um, came on our show tonight and shared all of this beautifulness. And I am just so excited to see what 2021 brings for you and the joy challenge and all of those participants. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. You know, we're going to, we're going to dare to rise together and it's all about, you know, going through all this together and thank you so much. I am honored that you guys let me come on your show. It's so fun. And I had so much fun. Thank you. Thank you, Lori. Well, I want you to come back, Lori. Okay. Yeah, we I need do. an update. I well, want an update. update. And I'll be okay. part of your joy challenge. Yay! So, yeah, I'm I so even glad. sent it out to a few more of my friends today. So, oh, 
I'm so glad. I guess I better get it done, right? (laughs) (laughs) You will get it done, but it's beautiful. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, it'll be done. It'll be done. I'm really excited for it. I believe you. I know it will. Hashtag joy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. It was so fun spending time with you guys and and we're going to rise and dare together. Oh, absolutely. You're just a beautiful person. So thank you for being a part of our community, Lori. Thank you so much. And again, we want you to come back so we can get like like an update on how everything went for 2021. So plan on coming back. Okay. I would love that. I would absolutely love it. Okay. Thanks, Lori. Have a great night. Thank you again for joining us. Thanks, Lori. So Nicole, that I I always love our guests so much, and Lori really brought some magic, some ideas on how we can expand our energy towards love and joy, and and I really liked how she um, let us consider about what our inner feelings are telling us, and something I'm definitely going to implement into my daily routine. Oh, absolutely! Again, I absolutely loved everything that she. She shared and gave her and gave her wisdom on and everything, really just being present in the moment. And something that really stuck with me was what she said about finding joy in the journey. Because sometimes we focus on the chaos or the fear or um, just not the, the emotions that probably we should be giving enough energy to, which is joy and love and happiness and appreciating the ride that life brings us. So I really, I appreciated her finding that, that positivity because sometimes the journey we're on isn't um, a fun one, but we always can find light and happiness and, and joy when we, when we're willing to search for it. Yeah. Yep. I definitely, I know there, there's been a couple of times that snuck out of my mouth that I was thankful for my experiences and it kind of caught me off guard that when it happened, but I really thought back about it and it was like, I am thankful. I am yeah. thankful for everything because that's how I am where I'm at now and, and how we got to be on this podcast together and, and how we're supporting other people to dare to rise and, and find themselves and heal and listen to their hearts. So it's awesome. so exciting, Nicole. Oh, absolutely. I feel very fortunate and blessed for the opportunity to be able to experience everything that we are doing. Um, and looking back on, you know, our lives, my life and everything, everything really does kind of fall into place the way it's supposed to, um, because we've learned so much, we've gained so much wisdom and experience and, you know, some things that were crappy in the time, obviously you look back and it's like, wow, I learned so much from that experience and I'm such a better, a better person for it and everything. So perspective is, you know, it's a pretty valuable tool. And I really, um, you know, it's excited to see where life's journey will continue to take us and everything. So, you know, our, I, I would like to say our call to action for our people is just to enjoy finding the joy in the journey, truly yeah. and the joy in the journey of life. And, you know, we appreciate you guys supporting our community and being a part of us and, you know, always remember to dare to rise. Absolutely. Absolutely. So till next time, dare to rise. And we look forward to connecting with you in our next episode. So I, I can't wait for that. Party in the club like that track from Fitty. Cause life is so good. Let's go and vibe with me. Riding downtown in New York City. I know you want to be there. I bring you with me. 
This is what I'm doing. Tell me that you wanna do it with me. This is what I'm doing. Tell me that you'll do it with me.